Oh boy. Fuck my life. Welcome back to Lighting Up the Marquee, everybody. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Ugh. Oh, God. We've reached the episode everyone's been wanting, everyone, everyone's been waiting for, everyone has been dying to listen to. It's because it's a shit episode. Uh, not that the episode itself is shit, but the, the, the movies we're talking about today. Oh, boy. Uh... Let's just say I'm not getting any of that time back in my life. Um, it was uh, in, the, in the in the time I was gone from doing the podcast for a little bit. I did see a lot of movies. I didn't say I saw a lot of good movies. I uh, I think out of all the movies I saw, only like a few of them were actually like pretty good. And by a few, I mean like like uh, like two or three or four maybe. I don't even know. But a lot of them were pretty shit. Some of them were average, but a lot of them were shit. Um, and today's going to be a shit episode. <laughs> Some of you are asking, but just by looking at the title of the the episode, you're going to be like, Tim, why, 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 why would you put yourself through these movies? And I'm just like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Just to see movies, I guess. I don't know. That's what happens when you get the AMC stubs and you see all the movies you want to see, all the good movies, and then you're like, well, fuck, I got two more movies on my reservation, want to make the most of my uh, my monthly payment, so fuck it, I'll just go see some shit, and that's what I did. Um, these these ones were pretty rough. I think I did two of the, I did, I think I did this in a double feature. No, I didn't, never mind. Uh, I thought I did. I know... I saw a double feature with one of these, but I don't remember what the other movie was, but it'll be on the review. It'll be in part four. This is part three. We're making our way through 2019 one step at a time, ladies and gentlemen. We're almost there. We're almost at the end of 2019, and I'm catching up on a bunch of shit I saw. I'm still waiting for some good movies. I'm still waiting on that Terrence Malick movie. I'm still waiting. I don't know if it'll be good, but I'm still waiting on Star Wars. I'm still waiting on Uncut Gems, which Nick said was great. Uh, over on the Here's My Take podcast, he said it was great. That's what he told me. I trust him. I, I, I trust his reviews. So waiting for that. Waiting for 1917. But, you know, until then, I saw Playing With Fire. Um, yeah, I fucking saw this movie. <laughs> this movie was shit. I know Nick and I talked about it when we went to go see Peanut Butter Falcon. They played the Terrence Malick movie, and then they played this trailer. And... From the trailer alone, I should have known it was shit. I knew it was going to be shit, but I still sat through it. I sat through this hour and a half, quote, movie. Um, let's just let's get into it, shall we? Let's just, get, let's just jump into it now. Uh, so playing with fire is a crew of rugged firefighters meet their match when attempting to rescue three rambunctious kids. Oh, my God, this fucking movie. <laughs> I, this is a kid's movie. It's from Nickelodeon. And it's just, uh, let me, let me put it into a metaphor for you guys. So there's a part in the movie where John Cena is changing a baby's diaper and the shit from the diaper comes through his fireman uniform tube and shits all over his face. That's the movie. That's just a metaphor for the movie. This movie's, this movie's shit. This movie's fucking garbage. Everything about it is gross. The way it's shot is gross. The way it's acted is, it's for a kids movie but like the way it's written is garbage it's just the kids acting is god awful the kid who's like the baby in the family is like five but she acts like she's one or two 
and I, I just don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know this movie. It's just garbage. It's just garbage. Did you guys expect anything else? Um, the part where he gets shit on his face, they even make a joke how his fire suit can withstand nuclear radiation, but it can't withstand a child's shit. That's the joke. And if it can withstand nuclear radiation, then what the fuck? Why is what are we? Why are you just uh, uh? I don't even know what his job is. He's not a firefighter. He's a fire jumper, something like that. I don't know. There's a whole subplot about My Little Pony and the guy carrying an axe, and then there's a subplot about one of them being a firefighter, but he's too scared to do anything. And then Keegan Michael Key is a, was an accountant, and then he became a firefighter. And now he's John Cena's right-hand man, and he's, like, sad that John Cena's going to get a girlfriend. And John Cena's shirtless in this movie four times, and his nipples terrified me. Um, playing with fire. Oh, my God. Why? I only have myself to blame for this movie. I can't blame anyone else. This was my fault for going and seeing it. I knew it would be shit. I didn't expect it. To, I, didn't, I didn't expect anything. I didn't expect it to be that bad. It was just garbage. I thought it would. Be, I thought I could handle it. I honestly couldn't. I almost. I think I even walked out at one point to go get food, and I came back and I was like, "Let me guess what I missed. This, this, and this." And I was like, "Yep, I missed all of that, and I didn't miss anything." My brain pretty much died for this hour and a half. Um, why are they making movies like this? Kids are smarter than this. Why are kids going and seeing this? The director of this movie, Andy Flickman. It was an Andy Flickman production. He directed the cinematic masterpiece Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. You're never gonna you're never gonna relive that high, Andy Flickman. That is the best piece of work you're ever gonna make. Playing with fire, can't top it. It's just Paul Blart 2. That's all you got, man. That's all you got. Just stick to what you know. Make Paul Blart 3. Actually, don't. That's my job. That's what I'm going to do. Andy Flickman, that's my job to make Paul Blart 3. Don't you dare do it. I'm done talking about playing with fire. This movie's fucking garbage. What'd you expect? Uh, moving on. Zero out of ten. I don't fucking give a shit. I don't even think I could rate it. It's garbage. Um, on to the next one. Another big old pile of crap is Terminator Dark Fate. Um, the fifth, the fifth, sixth, something installment of Terminator. This fucking thing keeps going. It's like a shit that you're taking and you think it's over and then just like the final push comes and that's it. That's Terminator Dark Fate. It's not as bad as like the other Terminator sequels, but it's still pretty boring. Um, oh boy. Terminator Dark Fate. Um, this one was just a bore to get through. It was like... I don't know. It was, I thought I had some faith in it, but when I found out there was like eight writers, James Cameron only like produced it. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, an augmented human and Sarah Connor must stop an advanced liquid Terminator from hunting down a young girl whose fate is critical to the human race. This is essentially like the plot of the first two Terminator movies into this one, and it's not as good. Um, Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger came back for the movie and they're probably like the worst parts of the film, honestly. Schwarzenegger's character is also... Is it, is it, they talk about Terminator 2 because it's supposed to be a direct sequel to that. How like Linda Hamilton stopped 
the Judgment Day and save John Connor, and now they're living a happy life. But um, Skynet sent more than one T-800 to come and kill John Connor, and they just forgot about it until this movie. So the Arnold in this movie actually kills John Connor at the beginning and then just walks off. And then now that Skynet isn't in existence anymore because Judgment Day never happened, the T-800s are just left here. And now that John Connor's dead, they have no purpose. So Arnold just lives his life as a human, or as humanly as he could. He gets a wife and a kid. Um, that's not his kid, but it's like an adopted kid. And they te- they teach him how to have emotions and feelings. And he's like, he's like, my wife loves me. That's like Russian. I don't even. I don't think I could do it now. It's like he's like, my wife loves me for who I am. It's not a physical relationship. And then they do a bunch of fucking. It was what? It was so weird. They like. He's like. He's like, after I got my family, I realized what I had done. So now my whole mission is to help you hunt down Terminators and I'll text you from afar and then you won't know it's me. So this is a completely different Arnold than the T2 Arnold. It's fucking weird and bizarre and Linda Hamilton, the whole movie is just angry and she's like, her and Arnold are the worst parts because they just keep doing callbacks to the other Terminator movies and it's in the trailer when Linda Hamilton's like, I'll be back. And then Arnold has a line later where he says he won't be back. Oh, my God. (laughs) I fucking hate these movies where they do that fan service callback. It's so fucking stupid. It's garbage. Like, Mackenzie Davis is the new Terminator, and she's fine in it. And, like, it's cool that, like, they made her not, like, this indestructible, like, Terminator that she is. She, like, has weaknesses. She can't, like, fight for too long or she'll, like, get weak or, like, drained, which is fine. Uh, the girl she's protecting is pretty fucking useless, and they do this twist in the movie. I don't care at this point. It's been out for a while. I'm spoiling it. Where they... It's also like a political agenda where they like... They are like, we have to protect her because her son is going to be the leader of the resistance. And at the end, they're like, no, it's not her son. She's the resistance. She's the leader. And I'm like, huh? This useless fucking girl that has done nothing the whole movie? <laughs> Beside her, the fucking villain of this film is the most uncharismatic and like like blandest villain ever. Nick and I talked about it in Hobbs and Shaw when like Idris Elba like gets his plan foiled. He like looks off into the distance and like walks off. This fucking Terminator does the same thing like four times in this film. And it's so fucking stupid. And then uh, there's a part in the movie where they are free fall. It's in the trailer too. They're free falling from a Jeep from super high up in the plane. And the girl and Linda Hamilton aren't freaking out in the car or like not doing anything. But as soon as it's about to fall off a like a cliff, they like start panicking and freaking out like they're gonna die. And I was like, hold up. You you all fell you free fell from the sky. And now you're complaining about like falling off a cliff and you think that's gonna kill you? <sighs> this movie. Terminator Dark Fate. Hmm. What a movie. What a what a What a franchise that needs to stop. And that's, I guess, I don't know. I don't know if I'm trying to hate on it too much. Like, I'm not the biggest Terminator fan. Like, I like the first two and all the other ones are just, eh. Like, I'm not a hardcore Terminator fan. I'm not, like, I'm not, like, freaking out that, like, they didn't do this and, like, yada, yada. It's just, just, like, it was a boring movie and I don't understand why people are liking it. Like, it has, a like, a 71 critically and an 82 audience score, which I get, like, audience-wise, but, like, 
movie's boring. It's not like entertaining. It's not anything we haven't seen. Linda Hamilton's just moping around the whole movie. Her like character motivation's pretty weak. Uh, Arnold's just there because it's a Terminator movie. They like didn't focus on like the what makes a Terminator movie good or like keep them as like surprises or cameos. They like ruined everything in the trailers too. It's just uh, they just need to stop with this franchise. And I think they're trying to set it up as like a uh, a new trilogy or something with this girl being the leader of the the new resistance. And it's like, why? Why? Don't. Please don't. We don't need another trilogy of Terminators. Make, like, original movies like The Lighthouse and stop with, like, stop with these uh, Terminator movies, please. But they probably won't. Um, i trying to think of what else. I saw this movie a while ago, so I'm trying to remember a lot of shit. <laughs> um... Yeah, and then like the last, there was a couple times where I thought the the climactic fight scene was happening, and it just kept going. Um, so the pacing was definitely off in like the second act. Um, I don't know, and then it killed off. Um, like if they're setting up this trilogy up, they killed off Mackenzie Davis, and her character was weird too because they were like, "There's this one thing that can kill this Terminator," even though the whole movie they're just shooting at it, and then they're like, "There's this one thing we can use." And it gets destroyed. And then Mackenzie's like, oh, there's another way. It's me. It's like my power source. And I'm like, now you're just telling us this? Like near the end of the film. So like everything is pretty much like convenient to the plot or convenient to the script. It doesn't like nothing like is set up or paid off. It's just like, oh, we need to have this happen now. It's like a checklist. And that's all this Terminator film feels like. It's just like a checklist of like things we need to have in a Terminator movie. And then have it by the end of the film and get your paycheck and you're good to go. It's not like, or, or it's like they're still trying to live off the T2 days um, and trying to recapture that glory. Um, I don't know what else to say about this film. Like I said, I'm not the biggest Terminator fan. And uh, like, if you like them, you'll probably like them. People are like, it's the best sequel since the second one, but that's not really a high bar. What the fuck is this? I'm on IMDb and you you can click on the characters and what the what is this? I don't like it. Um I probably give it like a five out of ten. Like it's average. It's not it was bad, but it wasn't terrible and it wasn't good. It was just like it exists again. Um It was probably the best movie out of these three I saw. I mean that's not saying much coming from the next one. But yeah, if you're interested in it, it's a good like this is a, it's not really a good movie to rent. This is like a film you would see at like family video or something and people would go crazy for it when it comes out, but it's like cuz it looks cool, but it's uh, it's not. Uh just go check it out if you like it or whatever. It it it's fine. Just go check it out. 5 out of 10. Um Yeah, and then we got one more movie for this short review today again. Uh, I, I feel like I'm being too harsh on a lot of these films and I don't want to like come off as like this pretentious asshole, but like <laughs> these movies are garbage. And I, I, the next one I, I also thought was garbage, but it's not because of what the director thinks. The next film I saw was the Charlie's angels reboot. 
and you might be asking, why'd you go see Charlie's Angels, Tim? I was just like, it's a movie. It exists. I do a podcast to review it. Fuck it. Uh, it's got a female director, Elizabeth Banks. So why not support like diversity in film? And it's good to see her like direct something. Um, unfortunately, it ended up being a piece of shit. Um, but the Charlie's Angels reboot. Oh, boy. I got a lot to say about this. Uh, maybe not a lot, but I feel like I do. It's probably not going to be, though. Uh, when a young systems engineer blows the whistle on a dangerous technology, Charlie's angels are called into action, putting their lives on the line to protect us all. Um, that's a weird synopsis of the logline because it didn't feel like a global like um, urgency. Um, this movie's trash. Um, Elizabeth Banks was going around saying because the movie flopped and did bad and got bad critical score, she was blaming like people f- like being sexist for not wanting a female-led action film. And no, that's not the case. Not, that's not the case, Mrs. Banks or Miss Banks. Forgive me, I don't keep up with your personal life, but um, you got movies like Wonder Woman. You got movies like Terminator Two. You got movies like Aliens. You got all these great films that have female-led action stars. Atomic Blonde. Um, they're all those are female-led. All those are great, but this movie's just this. It's trash. It's just like every other generic like Hollywood quote action, like action adventure film. Nothing's new about it. Nothing's different. Everything's like the same. Everything's pretty cliched. Everything's formulaic. It's just garbage. Um. Like, the performances themselves aren't bad, but there's, like, cringy moments that, like, you're forcing comedy or forcing these things to happen. <coughs> and it just doesn't work. I even texted Nick about it because he said to send me his... Or send him my thoughts on the film. And I said, from frame one, I hated it because it opens up with a, an aerial shot of Rio de Janeiro text comes up it says rio de janeiro and then some fucking pop song is playing and i was like i already hate this it it was giving me fast and furious vibes and i did not like it (laughs) i didn't and it's very like the green screen effects the cgi effects are all trash the actor in this film who was in westworld jonathan tucker he was trying to be like this T2, like, or T, T1000 from Terminator 2. He was trying so hard to be like Robert Patrick from that film. And he has these like goofy stares and trying to look intimidated, but he, or like intimidating, and he's just not. Mm, what else is. It's just like the script is so predictable. The arcs are so predictable. Um, like, yeah, the chemistry between the three girls is all right, but. It's just like, what is this film? There's like people like come and go just as like, again, it's like for plot convenience or script convenience. Like what what are, nothing set up, nothing pays off. It's also another, I think she was doing like a political agenda thing where like at the end of the movie, they do that line where it's like, you're outmanned. And then at the end, it's like all the men are taken out and it's all the women standing. And which like, I have nothing wrong with like, a female-led action film or, like, more women and, like, representation in film. But when you're, like, shoving it down our throats being, like, like, this is no man's job. And it's, like, no, because we're women. It's, like, your message is, like, I don't even know. Like, I'm not trying to, like, <laughs> I, I don't know how to, like, put this without being, like, sexist or anything or, like, against feminism. But it was just, like, 
tell a good story and have your message be like subtle. It's it's very on the nose and we know what you're doing. And it's like you're also doing it for like a this is like a TV show from like the 70s or something. And I don't know. And then they also do like it's revealed like Charlie is like a I think Michelle Pfeiffer or something. I don't even know. At the very end of the movie, a bunch of celebrity cameos come up and it's all like these all like famous women. They do the fucking Ruth Bader Ginsburg trope where it's like, oh, she's a Charlie's angel because like everyone's got like a I don't know. I don't even know what to put it for RBG. Like, I don't know. It's I think it's the same thing that's happening with like Mr. Rogers. They're like focusing on an old person and like that's their new like uh, it reminds me of South Park again. I think I mentioned that in the first part, uh, episode of the 2019 catch up where in this one it's like they focus on a celebrity until they're like dead and that's like how they like fill their crop for that year it was ruth bader ginsburg and now it's mr rogers um i don't know this was a weird a weird fucking movie and it's like again it's just like a there's like a theme about like the how you're not supposed to like if you're too smart for your own good just like stay quiet yada yada there's like that weird theme of like stay quiet if you know what's good for you and it's 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 weird it's i don't like it and that's not to say like anybody like none of these actresses are bad naomi scott's good kristen stewart's good um i don't know who plays the other angel ella balinska i think is how you pronounce her name i don't know what she's been in oh this is her first film her first big film oof She's been in just a bunch of shorts. This is her first film. I don't know. I think it was a little bit of a mixed bag just because, like, Chris, or not Kristen Stewart, Elizabeth Banks has been, like, she wrote it, directed it, and is in it, um, which I don't, I wouldn't mind her doing something else, but, like, don't do another big budget blockbuster. Do, like, something smaller scale, but... I don't know if she will or like, I hope like the thing is also like, I hope she doesn't get discouraged for directing after like the back, not the backlash, but like the, the flop that this movie was Um, like she has potential to direct. Like if she has such passion for the story and this like material, she could probably do something great with like a smaller script and smaller scale. So it's like, she shouldn't give up directing. I know like a lot of directors like Charles Lawton and, other directors who only did one got discouraged from like the bad reception, but Elizabeth Banks, like, even though I don't like your movie, you should still keep going with directing. Don't stop making shit. You're a good actress too. You're a good writer. Don't stop. Um, just make better movies. I'm sorry. Um, probably give this like a two out of 10. It was pretty bad and I could not wait for it to end. Um, yeah, this movie's, Oof. I think the one positive I had was it was pretty violent for like a PG-13 film. There was a couple pretty violent moments, but not, nothing too crazy. Um, other than that, I've got really nothing else to say about it. And I think that's going to do it for this part of the 2019 catch-up. We got... Oh boy, how many do we have left? We got, a, we got six maybe? So this was part three, right? One, two, three... Yeah, we're on part three. So I got two more, uh, not two more movies, but one, two, three. Come on, give me the title. 
I got six more movies to review to catch up on the 2019 list. Oh, man. And then there's going to be more coming up on future episodes to review. Again, bringing on guests very soon. Um, Don't know if by this time when this episode is out, if the episode Nick and I are recording will be out. But if it's not, stay tuned for the episode Nick and I are recording. It's a very fun episode. And then we're going to get more guests on soon. Talk about movies. Talk about everything. It's going to be fun. Going to... I've even been thinking about like at some point bringing like one of my scripts that I've written and like doing that as an episode for the podcast where we read the script, like get a couple people on and read the script. I think that could be pretty interesting and like do like a radio, like, like uh, how they did like radio back in the day, like doing the stories. That'd be interesting. I might think about doing that. Um, but yeah, uh, to stay up to date with the podcast, check it out on Facebook and Instagram at lighting up the marquee. You can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google play, uh, Spotify or Stitcher. You can email us at lightupthemarquee at gmail.com. Once again, everyone, thank you so much for listening, staying up to date with the podcast. Uh, sticking with it after the long hiatus uh, really means a lot that everyone reached out to uh, make sure the podcast was still going, uh, letting me know the feedback that you guys missed it. Uh, I missed you all, all of you listening. Thank you very much. We're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it going strong. We're going to get better episodes coming out soon. Um, Got two more 2019 catch-ups for you as well, so stay on the lookout for those. Those should be coming out in the next couple of days. Um, some of them uh, pretty good. Some of them pretty good. One of them's got, I think, one of my favorites of the year. And then just a couple other good ones uh, coming your way. And then looking forward to December's release. There's a bunch of movies coming out. Thinking about doing some fun reviews, too, with uh, comparing movies, if they're remakes, to the originals. Uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. I'm going to get guest on, like I said again. Um, But, you know, until next time, I'm your host, Tim Martin, and this has been Lighting Up the Marquee.